This is a story with a punchline. I left town the next day with my tail between my legs. This is Swipe Left, Swipe Left. So this week, we've got another cracking true story. (laughs) This one is about a holiday romance. But let's first get a bit of context about the holiday. How did I end up in Nicaragua that summer when I was basically like just out of uni and completely skint? So that year in the UK, there was a really popular drugs trial. At least lots of my friends had heard about it. The drugs trial basically was to test out a new medicine Westerners would take before going to countries where they had a high risk of getting diarrhoea. And this medicine would, in theory, stop them from getting diarrhoea. And it was a new medicine and they needed needed guinea pigs to test it out on to check it didn't make us ill or whatever. The deal was, if I took this new medicine, they would pay for my flight to Mexico. And then I would have to do a clinical trial out there for a couple of weeks. So I took the medicine in the UK, they flew me out there, and then basically the trial involved me being given a rucksack with like a long plastic spoon, a bag, an ice pack, and a mobile phone with a number for the poo man. And if I had diarrhoea during that two-week trial period... I had to stay within a certain region of Mexico, but I could phone up this poo man any hour of the day and he'd come and collect my, my stool sample, which I'd have to collect with this spoon spoon and kind of screw top thing and ice pack and whatever. So that's how I got to Mexico, basically. This trial paid for it. And then I travelled around, just like meandered south from there. This story happens in Lyon, in Nicaragua, which is centre of student revolution and kind of socialist history and is quite an interesting space. For Nicaragua, quite like a trendy town with like at least a few kind of young, trendy, studenty people. So I'm staying in a hostel. I'm staying, there's a few nice people in my room, a couple of Israeli guys, including a guy called Sasha, who will come up in the story later. Yeah, it's a nice hostel anyway, and we're in this cool town, and we go out, do a few nice things during the day, I think on my own that day, and in the evening I go to the the one trendy bar in town. Cheap drinks, and there's music and dancing, and just kind of low, low low-lit bar, little outdoor area, kind of disco ball lights, but kind of cool, and it's where a lot of, like... I guess travellers hang out in the evening and maybe some local Nicaraguans. I meet a really nice blonde Norwegian girl, I think she's a year younger than me, maybe two years younger than me, who's travelling there and I think she was called Helen and we got on really well and yeah, we basically just chatted for ages, had a little dance together...
I think I found her physically attractive, like quite just a fun character, like confident in herself. And I think we were both just like really kind of like buzzing on the whole traveling thing, really like that feeling of freedom that you get. So I think we were just like digging off each other's energy around that. I'm probably just talking about places we've gone and maybe a bit about our lives back in Europe. But yeah, I think she just had a really good energy and like a real like sparkle in her eye, like, and quite like an inquisitive mind. Maybe after a few hours, we even like kissed a bit. And I discovered that she would be staying in the town for the next couple of nights as well, as was I. And we were planning to do a few things together the next days. So just to say, I don't really get with girls on nights out historically. So just to put that in context, like this is this is a rarish occurrence in my life. And yeah, after a really nice evening together, we we left this bar, this <laughs> club. She was staying in a hostel on the other edge of town from my hostel. So, yeah, I wasn't sure that night whether we would like maybe sleep together or maybe not, but in the end we didn't. We just we just kissed and said goodnight, but we were kind of like really into each other and really looking forward to hanging out the next evening. We said to each other that we'd meet each other back there at like nine o'clock or something the following night. She headed off in one direction from the club. I headed off in the opposite direction back to my hostel and went to bed. Day one over. Okay, the next day, I don't know, I did a few things. I think I did volcano boarding during the day. Volcano boarding is when you slide down the edge of a volcano on like a sledge, a metal sledge. Yeah, it's, it's a fun thing to do. And they clock you with a speed gun as you go down. And I think I did about 60 miles an hour. Anyway, I had a nice day out doing fun activities. And then went back to my hostel, showered and put a fresh shirt on, tried to look cool. Probably like something, some sort of hippie rubbish that I was wearing. So I go back to the club. And I get there maybe a little bit early and I get a drink and I just kind of hang around, find, take a seat, maybe. I don't think I had my book with me, so I was just twiddling my thumbs, basically. Time ticks on and I'm just really looking forward to seeing Helen again. And by 9.30, she's still not there. And I'm getting a little bit worried because we definitely like agreed that we'd be together in this town she seemed really up for staying together or whatever, so I was getting a bit disappointed. Thankfully, just past half nine or something, she walks in with my friend Sasha from the hostel. Although maybe this might have looked a bit weird, me and Helen had definitely agreed that we'd be together, and Sasha knew this as well, that we'd been together the previous night. He was also there, so... Anyway, I assumed basically they were just met coincidentally coming in the door. So anyway, I went straight up to them. I kissed Helen pretty much straight away. It was great, we got drinks. Sasha somehow got really angry at that point, and I wasn't exactly sure why. 
because he knew that I'd been with Helen the night before and he knew that like we were meeting tonight and everything was legit. So I didn't really understand why he got angry. So he got pretty angry and went off somewhere. But I thought not to worry about it. Anyway, I stayed with Helen, chatting, dancing like the night before. Quite low lighting, remember, disco balls. It felt a bit weird. Like I didn't feel like we clicked quite as much as the first night. But nothing like out of the ordinary. When we left the club that night, maybe two or three hours later, she started walking home with me back in the direction of my hostel. So I was like, yes, great. Tonight, tonight, maybe we'll, we'll get it on. We had a conversation on the way home and I can't exactly remember how it went. There was a second when the penny dropped. And I realised that it was a different girl. I think she had blonde hair and I think she was also Norwegian, but it was a different person. My head is spinning, my heart is pounding. I think I've gone mad. Like, how could this have happened? Let alone, like, the moral, like, like, freaking... I don't know, I felt just terrible. I think she said that she was staying in the same hostel as me. And that just didn't make sense, because I knew that Helen was staying in this other hostel. That was one of the kind of signs. But I suspect, you know, there was probably mounting evidence. There must have been lots of inconsistencies during our conversations, which I must have just put down to, to language errors. Or, or the noise of the music, or something like this. I didn't tell her that I'd mistaken her identity. It was just my brain was spinning at that point. Just try to wind things down very quickly from like a snoggy relationship to just like, night, see you tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, I went to bed. I was like pretty devastated. Apparently the first girl had actually seen me getting off with this girl. I think she was just running late and I think she walked in probably like only a bit after this girl and saw me just like snogging or dancing with another girl and left straight away. Sasha, my roommate, had taken this girl out for dinner just before coming to the club. This poor girl, I think she must have been timid or something, had just rolled with it. And she somehow didn't just slap me when I just walked straight up to her and snogged her out of the blue. <laughs> <laughs> she must have been completely shocked. I know. Can you imagine it? Just going up to a complete stranger and snogging them. Like, maybe it's how it works. I'm not sure. But no, like, I felt awful for her as well. I didn't sleep with either of them. I did sleep in the same room as Sasha, who was a bit angry at me. Um, and it was about twice the size of me. But he didn't eat me up, so that's good. So I basically like destroyed three people's evenings and maybe a longer period of their holiday through a simple mistaken identity. I left town the next day 
with my tail between my legs. And to put this in context, like I, I do not go out clubbing and pool girls as a person, and like I don't really get with many women either. Like I've mostly had long-term relationships, so I'm kind of like a rookie in the world of dating and pulling girls um, at clubs and whatnot. The two times I've got with girls in the club, I thought it was the same girl, but she probably thought I was a right bloody study idiot who just gets with a different girl every night and doesn't doesn't care about anybody's feelings. Sorry, Helen. And Joanna, um, the second girl. Helen, we've changed your name in this story. If this story sounds familiar to you, we'd love to hear your side of the story. Just to clarify, um, when I first told the story, I said Norwegian, but from looking through my Facebook records, it looks like she was Swedish. In a parallel ra- reality, when I wasn't an idiot, I probably would have just like maybe travelled with Helen for the rest of the next few weeks because that's how it happened out there. A lot of time you'd meet people and travel with them. Probably hooked up, probably be living in Sweden with family and children. And that's it for this episode of Swipe Left, Swipe Left. Thank you so much to Archie Crofton, who designed all our graphics, our logo, our artwork. George Taylor for composing our theme music. And thank you to Connor Courtney. And thanks to the pod at White City Place, where we recorded all of the links for this podcast. If you liked this podcast and you would like to help support a very grassroots project, please give us a rating on iTunes, five star. Until next time. Keep swiping. I just remembered another detail in the story, which makes things even worse is that Helen was travelling with her brother in South America and I might have been hanging out with her brother in the club on, on the fateful night, on the second night. So that's the fourth person that thought I was a complete idiot. Oh...